0: four, strap it down, three, flip it over, two, calibrating for fun, blast off! Welcome to the Dan Fogler 40 Experience Podcast. Get ready. There he is. Here I am. (laughs) (laughs) How you doing, man? What's up, buddy? This is the podcast, the Dan Fogler 40 Experience podcast. But here are our faces. Yes, here are our faces. No
1: Mohawks. No Mohawks,
0: buddy. No, No, gray
1: than the last time I saw you, though.
0: Yeah, me too, man. Wait, were you saying I was gray or you're gray?
1: me i mean i I probably shouldn't wear this hat i look completely gray
0: yeah but that's how you got the part that's how you got the legacy part right
1: yeah maybe might have had something to do with it although they colored this for the younger stuff and then just put a big gray wig on me for the rest of it
0: oh okay yeah Um, maybe they were inspired a little bit
1: yeah they're like he looks old enough
0: (laughs) (laughs) how uh how the hell have you been brother like so, where where are you? Where are you right now? Tell us. Well,
1: so I'm in the Dominican Republic. I'll give you a little view of what I'm looking at here. I'm in my little uh, okay. hotel room,
0: but look at that, man. at okay. Oh, oh, that's oh the coasts and the beautiful. It's pretty. Beaches. Look, oh, tropical, delicious. Yeah, man.
1: It's been. It's been a. It's been. You know, our movie that we shot was <laughs> I mean, it, it, no, it was truly one of my one of my favorite experiences making a movie. But it was it was down and dirty, as you remember. We got we had to get we were out there in the, in Death Valley for I don't know how long, and and it was a completely different. This is like shooting in paradise. So I think I, part of know. part of what I love about this job that we get to do is we get to go do all sorts of different things. N- never or, or is one scene like another scene. You know, we were always doing something different. So this has been a treat for the most part. A lot of work, but it's been fun.
0: So all right. Well, okay, we'll we'll get to scenic route scenic route in a second. Uh I just wanna I have like a little outline of how I want to do this interview. Okay. Uh yeah. So uh, Josh David Dumel, do you want, do you know what your name means? No, I don't. Okay, really? That's no, so funny. No one no one like looks up what the true meaning of their name is. So I do this for all my special awesome, cool guests. Um, so Josh David Dumel. I love finding out people's middle names. That's <laughs> it's fun. Yeah, so uh, okay. Say again, what does it mean? Okay, so Josh, Joshua means God. All these, all these things are like are derivatives of God a lot of the time. Uh So Josh is uh, God is my salvation. Okay. Uh, David means beloved. Okay. Okay. And Duhamel means from home. Yeah,
1: of the of the it's like it's like a
0: of the Hamlets
1: yes of the village or something i know i know something like that
0: yeah so god is salvation beloved from the village
1: oh well let's see, look at that you know my dad gave me a nickname as a kid it was joshua david michael leroy larue lamont Demel. <laughs> yeah so that, that's 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 what i go by a lot especially if i'm in a hotel somewhere <laughs> uh, and my, my my AKA is Leroy Larue, which is the shortened version of Joshua David Michael Leroy Larue Belmonteau. So I go by Doctor Leroy Larue. I'm probably giving up my my alias for any hotel that
0: I'm in. Yeah, now they're to have to switch them up now, man.
1: But I was in I was in Montreal two years ago, and the girl that was there to pick me up for 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 you know to take me to whatever I was going to goes. Um, what does Leroy LaRue mean? I go, I don't know. It's just a, it's a shortened version of my nickname. She goes, oh, oh, oh. And I was like, what is, what do you mean? Oh, oh, oh. And she goes, no, nothing. Never mind. Never mind. I go, what are you what are you talking about? She goes, well, I just looked it up in Urban Dictionary, and and um, yeah. anyway. So I go look it up in Urban Dictionary, and I'm not going to say what it, <laughs> what it means, but it's not, you know. God is our salvation. You know, <laughs> <you know. laughs> it's something quite different. Uh, so, so I like, I like your adaptation of my name much better than urban dictionaries.
0: Gotcha. <laughs> I'll look it up, man. I know LaRue It's French for the street, right? Ah, it's some, you, it's, it's, it's nonsense. If you want to go look it up, you
1: can. A I egg, will. I have little, to now. A little Easter egg for our, our, our podcast today.
0: Yeah. So um, okay, so the first time, my introduction to you, brother, was when I, um, I don't know if I ever told you this, but there was there was like this syn- synchronistic thing where when I first got out of college and I was trying to get into some semblance of shape, I would go down to the gym in my building. And they would have the TVs on and I would go on the treadmill and um, a lot of the stations were kind of just not playing the best stuff at the time that I was (laughs) like, for me, you know, at the time that I was uh, working out and I was always watching Vegas because that was, that was, that was the channel that like came through perfectly. And I was like, okay, I dig it, man. And I came to it because of James Caan and I was like, Sonny, you know, fucking Godfather, but then i just basically man i i just i must have watched like that whole series um and you're really excellent on it and uh which is why when i when i heard about scenic route i was just like yes i'd love to work with that guy so so Mm -hmm. so vegas uh tell me about that experience and working with james khan man
1: oh man going way back now that was uh that was my first job after all my children in new york which was basically my first job uh and i would moved back from new york i said i was going to give myself three years on that show and i was going to give it a go uh in los angeles again and so that was my first job almost simultaneously with Win a date with Tad Hamilton. I did the pilot of Vegas and I did win a date with Tad Hamilton almost like right on top of each other. Yeah. But who knew that that Vegas was going to go five years? Uh, we knew that we had something cool. I knew that I got to work with James Caan, who was awesome. I love the rest of the cast too, by the way. I still keep in touch with all of them. Um, and, and it was just, you know, it was for me a great way to learn. Again, I mean, you're on that set every day. We had this beautiful, we built this giant, uh, this, uh, casino on uh, on a lot in Los Angeles. Everybody still thinks we actually shot it in Vegas, and we did shoot the first episode there, but after that, everything was shot in LA, and they just made it look like Las Vegas. And the show was a lot of fun. It was like, you know, it was super silly. Sometimes we drove Jim, James Con crazy. He's like, we got a million fucking stories we could be telling, and we're talking about ninjas! You know, he, <laughs> he, he like, always... He, he, <laughs> Jimmy was the best. I still keep in touch with him. It was just his birthday, I think, last week or the week before. And
0: how old uh, is he now? Uh,
1: I'm gonna guess eighty something. Wow, he's getting up there, but still has that same spitfire personality. Um, but he's uh but you know it was a great opportunity for me to work with a guy like that. You know, Sonny Corleone from The Godfather. I got you yeah, know, yeah. It was intimidating at first, but we became
0: great friends over the years. That's amazing, man. So like that he was my favorite from the godfathers out of out of everybody he just Sonny was like uh he was just the most badass you know yeah
1: um he was a badass he still is a badass yeah,
0: i hope uh, yeah
1: oh, oh. <laughs> recently say it again he was through some health stuff recently you know he lived a, he lived hard he wrote yeah. he wrote it hard all the way through the 70s and 80s um and did you know he, he was in rodeos I mean, the guy's the guy's story is unbelievable. He lived in the Playboy Mansion for a while. He rode rodeos. He was, you know, I think he played football at Michigan State. You know, he's just right. he's just an amazing character. And uh, he had back issues this last year, and it really it really kind of kicked his ass. Uh, but I think he's on the mend now. He's 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 feeling better. Um, but what a, what a great mentor for those five years. All
0: these all these guys, him and Pacino and De Niro and. I got to work with Walken, you know, all these like, these guys that we grew up with that were just yeah. so classic. And I I, I, re- I want to try and work with all of them, you know?
1: Yeah, uh, well, you know, that, that era, you know, of the, in the seventies, especially for me, Yeah, was the, best, was the best decade for movies. It really was, you know, Nicholson yeah. was in his prime and Ooh. you know, like you say, Walken and Brando, and all those guys were just like, just, rushing it and the movies were made a little bit differently then and that's really what I watched when I first started acting was some of those movies from the 70s because they just said uh, they let it kind of sit there the classic composition of, all of the scenes and you could just they let it play out and they didn't over overly edit things and and uh and I just loved that about that that whole era
0: was Nicholson your favorite he's my favorite I think
1: so I yeah think Jack Nicholson Jack, Jack Lemon is another one of my favorites oh yeah uh, I mean, there's there's a ton of of course, Brando. You know, Tom Hanks is awesome. I mean, there's a lot of great young guys now too. And I don't I don't know if I called DiCaprio young, but I love watching that dude. I think he's fantastic. And Ryan Reynolds, yeah. for his I think, is fantastic. Um, but you know, guys that I watched and learned from were yeah. definitely. I get to work with uh, I get to work with Mel Gibson in about a month and a half, and I'm looking forward to that.
0: Yeah, what was, what's that? What project is that?
1: It's called uh, Bandit. It's based on a true story. I have the book over here somewhere. I'll grab it.
0: Cool. Yeah.
1: He's got a book called The Flying Bandit. Okay. And this guy, this guy, uh, this guy, he was this notorious, the most notorious bank robber in the history of Canada. He robbed like 59 banks oh. in the 90s. And, uh,
0: and are you playing him? You yeah. playing the bandit?
1: Yeah, and Gibson's the guy trying to catch me. It's, it's gonna be fun.
0: Oh, crazy man! Who's so, directing um, it? Alan Unger. Okay.
1: Yeah, um, Canadian, really good director. Um, so yeah, uh, so I'm excited to work with a guy like that too, because you know Mel Gibson came into his, he was he was a guy that was that didn't really hit it until a little bit later. You know and i always hoped that i would be able to sort of pattern my career after somebody who you know early on it was all about oh you're just a pretty boy you know and, and i didn't and i hated that i hated the fact that that was what people saw and i wanted they I wanted people to see me more than that i think as we get older people start to you know and the more you do and the more experience you get uh, you just get a little bit more seasoned i think in some ways And Mel Gibson is one of those guys that, as he got older, I think got better and better.
0: I, um, I thought just, just working with you on a scenic route and, um, just how fucking just, gosh, that we got (laughs) Death Valley, man, was just, my God, what a, what what a, what a trip. Like what What a
1: trip is right.
0: Am I might I I it was it's aptly named um I fell on Mars um and making that making that movie I was like oh yeah no this guy is this guy's the real deal you know oh. and I think that's a lot of reason that's a lot of the reason why you wanted to make that movie because you were I think you have you got you have something to prove you know you're just like I'm a fucking you know you all, all you guys I really. That's
1: why I felt the same way about you. You know, we were. I worked closely with the guest brothers on like casting that because I I came on early. I go, we got to find somebody who can, you know, sort of balance the comedy and the the dark sort of weighted stuff that comes along with this. And that's why you were like perfect for that role. But how fucking awesome was that? I mean, I still, the, the, I have so many, let's just talk about that for a second, because there's still things that I remember from you that I still practice to this day. Oh. Um, first, the first thing I want to do is apologize. I don't know if you remember that one time we were, we were doing something and I threw a basketball at you and it hit you like square in the nose. And you're like, Your eyes were watering. I don't remember why I did it. I thought you were just going to catch it. I don't know if I did it. I it I don't know if i thought it was a nerf basketball but what it was one of those things where as soon as i let go of the ball i was like oh no and wow, <laughs> your eyes were like watering because you know when you get the nose and you never got mad at me you were you weren't happy with me but you didn't lose it and i was like oh my god what the fuck was i just doing but that's just one thing i apologize for that now another thing <laughs> was, you're forgetting uh, i don't know if you remember when we were we were doing that scene and my dad was there that day my dad loves to come and watch yeah uh, making of my mom loves to come to the premieres and doesn't really care about the actual making of it she just likes to put on a pretty dress and go to the premieres but my dad was there and we were doing the scene where i, I was being buried i was i was we were burying me in the sand i don't know if you remember that oh god and, and there was and there was the, the barometric pressure that day dropped like 80% within like an hour. It went from like 75 degrees down to like 38 degrees or something. Crazy. Yeah. It was like the it was the craziest shift in weather I'd ever seen. Still to this day it's like it went from warm and cozy to like freezing in like yeah. like under an hour. Yeah. And I'll never forget that, but one of the things I really really remember about you and I still do this shit is we would talk a lot about um oh. You're such an interesting cat. <laughs> you do you remember doing the things in your room and you had the you had the sun coming perfectly through your 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 eye hole and you made yeah. it look like it was an alien invasion? Because it was, yeah. some crazy shit was happening outside your window. And I was like, why? What is that? Because we were out in Death Valley. You could you had me convinced you we were gonna see UFOs. <laughs> but the thing, the thing I really wanna that you really, really taught me, and I still do this, is sun yeah. gate. The sun uh, gate in the pineal yeah, gland. Yeah yeah Remember, you'd sit out there one morning it was like the morning before we started shooting or something and you were out there like looking into the sun i was like we had <laughs> yeah. rooms in that little that little uh that little hot springs hotel and we had balconies off the back you know out there in the morning at sunrise just watching the sun i was like what are you doing he's like bro it's a gland. <laughs> it activates a gland. you breathe in through this eye and you breathe out through that eye it activates your pineal gland and it opens up your brain and I, and, I, and it works i tell people that now and they're like no way you can't look into the sun i was like yes you can dan Fowler told me you can you can do it yeah. and it like improves it like wakes your brain up it like shines a light on your brain it's amazing
0: yeah man that's
1: awesome <laughs> uh yeah for sure i think There's- it actually
0: improves your vision too it does if you do it at the right time um if you do it in you know sunrise and sun- sunset yeah sunrise. yeah um yeah good for you man yeah there's 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 other techniques that that i've learned with that but i'm still doing it too and um yeah if you do it right you'll never need glasses um yeah. it's a great exercise and uh yeah it's your pineal gland your third eye feeds on light so yeah that's a great way to meditate. So good for yeah. you, Beck. I'm glad that that's. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that, that thing with the uh, Death Valley was, I mean, I'll never forget that place. That was just insane. There's so many things about it were just so freaky and surreal. So yeah, that was weird with the, I had, for some reason, I was convinced that we were going to see aliens too while we were out there. UFOs. Oh, I know. And, uh, but one day I was in my room and I had my phone up and I was, videotaping myself i think i was going over my lines or something and i looked through the the camera and the light coming through the peephole what uh, hitting the camera was like refracting light off of the camera lens and it looked like there was like honest to god it looked like there was this floating undulating Pulsing, yeah, closing kind of orb, but it looked like it was in my room. It looked like it was inside my room with me. And my God, I was like, "Oh my God!" I like if I, <laughs> people would have believed that if I showed that around. I believed it. Yeah, every, yeah, Everyone on set believed it until I was like, "Guys, no, it's not real." But um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so, and and the weather, the weather was like we were on Mars. Yeah, like you said, one what it was like cozy and warm one second, and then. It would shoot up to like you know hundred degrees, and then it would shoot down in like yeah. the same day. It would go to and then be whipping, whipping sandstorms. Yeah, that was insane, man. Yeah, never forget that. Yeah, I, I'll be like, okay, well, you know, we we survived that. You know, we could fucking <laughs> I could survive anything. Yeah, it uh, was a tough
1: one. It was a t- it was a tough shoot because we had such t- we had no money a really tight window shoot it in luckily we had those we had the Getz brothers Michael and Kevin Getz who I thought were great that's still to my day one of my favorite movies I've done
0: and that's so awesome man and 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 it was you and me it was just you and me and it was like it's like we could have done it as a play you know we had to memorize everything you know that that was the rehearsal period beforehand with I'm, I'm vaguely remembering the basketball but that was the you know we we were in a rehearsal period and we had to like we had to do that or else you know, oh we've been out there in the middle of the fucking elements trying to figure out our <laughs> scenes, that would have been a disaster. Yeah. But we had it all yeah. we figured it out all beforehand and then we just went. You remember that? We did that first scene, and it was like a 15-minute take, and then the, the the crew just like started clapping. It was like they were watching a play, right? I know. Was, yeah, yeah, and, was, and we
1: couldn't have pulled it off had we not done those rehearsals because those those scenes were long and and uh yeah. Kyle Killen, is that the writer? killing uh is it yeah
0: Kyle? yeah great writer yeah um so okay so you're doing vegas and then all of a sudden spielberg is just like uh i like that episode you did where you went to war Would you want to come and do my transformer movies and you're just all yeah i mean uh, what was it like that
1: well, that's essentially what happened. And that's no, that's, that's hundred percent the truth. I mean, I'll never forget wow. that. twice that he's sort of helped me along in my career. One Holy was to shit. get one was to get one a day with Ted Hamilton. He, it was a DreamWorks movie and he'd watched the, oh. watched the, the, the screen tests. And uh, he goes, if I was making this movie, I'd hire that kid. Which I was like, that cannot be true. And then years later on Vegas, which was also a DreamWorks TV show. He, um, he saw some stuff that I came back where I, we, I'd gone off to Iraq and come back with PTSD. And it was, they were pretty dark kind of episodes and he kind of lost his mind a bit. And, and he, he was the one who's, who who recommended to Michael Bay to, to have me take a look, to, to take a look at me for transformers. And, uh, and that's when, and, and so I got, I, I found this out and I called, Leslie
0: Feldman. Like before <laughs> Feldman. Yeah. Okay.
1: Leslie had talked to me and told me that my that, that Steven had like seen what I did on the show and, and, and recommended a beta to, to look at me for Transformers. And I was like, oh my God, how do I thank this guy? It's, it's Steven Spielberg. I mean, who would have thought this kid out of North Dakota was was being sort of, you know, championed by this guy? I mean, it was and he's never hired me, by the way, so he can't be that big of a fan, but he was a big time to hire me. <laughs> you know, uh, and, and so he, she said, well, call him. He's at his, he's at home now. I was like, what? So they, they, they patched me through to his house he picks up the phone and we talked for 15 minutes.
0: Whoa.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah. And we, so we sat there and just talked and he talked about what, you know, exactly what I just told you. And, and so I'm, I'm forever grateful to him for, for, for that, because those, those things were huge sort of stepping stones in my career. And, and uh and i have him to thank for that a lot of it
0: amazing that that's like you know classic hollywood oh man story there the kid stays in the picture that kind of deal there (laughs) uh that's awesome so i um i was almost in transformers really i was yeah yeah i was almost uh so so michael bay i was i was doing i was doing balls of fury okay uh-huh. so i was i was number one on balls of fury it was the first time i was ever the lead and uh i was exhausted and i fucking i like go in and you know whatever i go in and uh, i i meet with him on like a sunday and he says yeah come and do transformers and i was just like uh and I was supposed to be Shia's best friend. Or okay. Something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Who ended up being that? That was, uh, what's his name? Um, uh, the uh, the African-American guy.
1: Uh, Anthony
0: Anderson. And, yeah, Anthony Anderson. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so obviously they went another direction, but yeah. I was supposed to be—I was supposed to be that character. Oh, you could have been great
1: in that part. Anthony was great too. I thought he did a fantastic job in it.
0: Right? Yeah, he's awesome. So yeah. you know, it all worked out for the best. But I'm—I'm I'm sitting there in, in Michael Bay's studios, and I'm imagining like Down on
1: Colorado Street
0: in Santa Monica. Yeah, in Santa Monica. Yeah. And he's—and I'm just like, oh my god! I mean, this is like so surreal. Like, and he's telling me about this Transformers movie that he's making, and and I was just like, oh, I don't I don't know if I have the energy right now. To, to, I was, I, you know, it was one of those just like I should have done it. I should have just said, yes, I'll do it. I'll, I'll make it work. But I was like, I don't think I can. I don't think I can be doing balls of period then on the weekends, like in my spare time when I'm trying to, you know, I was like, I don't know if I can do that. And so he and he was just like, you sure? And I was like, well, maybe if you. Uh, I was like maybe if you do um like if there's a voice for one of the transformers. I was like I was like I love Bumblebee. Can I do his voice? He was like, "Yeah, hey, we're not doing voices. We're not doing a voice for Bumblebee." I was really? like, "Shit." <laughs> so yeah. uh, so I said no, um but I always I always regret that. I w- I was uh, you know, but uh, how was that experience working? Well, on it,
1: you know, th- my my experience on that was very similar to what you just said because I was in I can't remember how the, the Spielberg part of it came in. I think he got, oh yeah. So I was actually, I had actually met Michael earlier because I was there meeting um, his producers on a different movie called The Hitcher. Oh. And and he popped his head in and said, and introduced himself and said, hey, when you're done, come over and check out what I'm doing, we're making Transformers. This is before I heard about it. Then like about a month or two later is when, um, I actually went in like formally to, to go on it. But I remember when he, when he first popped his head in he telling me about Transformers, I was like, oh my God, that's a terrible idea. <laughs> because, <laughs> because, because I was thinking, okay, they, I, I like the cartoon from the eighties, but that just sounds like it, you know it's dated. And then he brought me and I went over to talk to him afterwards and he showed me the art that yeah. they were sort of the conceptual design of what they were gonna do yeah and i was like okay now i get what you're doing and yes i want to be a part of this i would love to be a part of this but i didn't hear anything until about a month or two later when i got called in to go meet with him on it um but yeah i was i'll never forget that either that was like one of those moments where you know babe pokes his head in and says hello and you know cut to 10 years later we're shooting the fifth one are they you think they're just going to keep on making more of those, man? I don't think so. I don't think he's going to. I know I know he did after the fifth was probably it. I didn't do the fourth one, but after the fifth, I think he was done. You know they yeah. probably make derivations of it. I know like they did with Bumblebee, but with different directors and different sort of directions.
0: How does that compare to Scenic Route with in like difficulty level? Like, you know, is it apples and oranges? Obviously, but it, you know, totally
1: different things. You know, like like ours was such a small, intimate kind of thing where it was just two guys on the side of a road, and it felt like a play in a lot of ways. Um, we had very little equipment you know on, on scenic route we just kind of it was very bare bones which is i love making stuff like that because it's really helped me um uh, you know as i've gone on little movies like that sort of informed me on bigger movies and also you learn about you know on, on a big movie like the like the transformers you got a helicopter flying over another helicopter on top of this giant gimbal that's going to be this spaceship that's coming you know it's just like massive and 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 it's I look at it now like you look at a movie like Crowd* and you then you look at Transformers and there's just so much waste so much money that is just sort of like burned because there's so many people and everybody's got a job but it's like do we really it, it's, just a, it's just a much different animal where it's a very efficient running machine when you're in a little thing like that because you just don't have the time or money whereas something like Transformers—they got endless amounts of money, and they can just sort of and and there's, you know, you got a, you got a, a giant, cr- you know, techno crane on standby every day for eight months, and that would, you know, two days of that would have blown our budget on scenery. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just it, it. So they're just completely different animals. On Transformers, you feel like a tiny little cog, in a giant machine. You know, you're just an ant working with all the other ants to make this make this 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 thing work whereas our movie was dependent on us just going out there and just grinding it out
0: um so on scenic route you guys should see this film um it's uh <laughs> there's a point in it where and and josh referred to it earlier with his he's he doesn't have his mohawk so in in uh scenic route he he kind of has like a this like epiphany and and he gives himself a mohawk.
1: No, you gave me the mohawk. Right? I give you the mohawk. You gave me the mohawk.
0: Uh, well, we, well, here, well, the question is, was I ever there? You know. Well,
1: you yeah. were there, but were you there in the end?
0: Well, I got okay. I got you. You know, is, that, yeah. that's
1: why I love that movie. It just—it's—it's—it it's, sometimes it drives me crazy these open endings where it's sort of left up to the audience to figure out what actually happened. But yeah, this one—part this, of the reason I love this movie is I thought they—they. They handled it so beautifully and in the end like it's like wait was he there did he die out there or was he actually there and if he did die when did he die
0: yeah when did he die yeah when
1: did he die was it was like the last third of the movie just me and i was imagining you and like, like right exactly or what
0: yeah when did i die and yeah it's, it's it's very
1: it's a really heady movie i love it
0: um so we're doing this movie and and I'm looking at I'm looking at Josh, and he's got this mohawk, and it's so Travis Bickley, you know. And I'm just like looking at you, and I'm just like, and I was in the middle of shooting my movie Don Peyote, yeah, and uh, which is like a you know join the caravan productions, and and I would and I would see people and write scenes for them as we were going along, and so that's what we did for you. I saw you, I was like, hey, you want to be in this crazy movie I'm making, and. <laughs> And you just said, yes, like immediately. It, it was like in the same conversation. It was like, I, sh- I think I showed you like a couple scenes from it. And you were like, yeah. cool. And yeah. that's that was like, that solidified it. I was like, this guy is fucking cool, man. He is just up for anything, you know? And mm-hmm. and, uh, and you were. And people should see that movie because you, I think that's one of the best sequences in that movie in Don Peyote is is your sequence when you you come in and. Eating, eat eating like, lunch out of a dumpster. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the dumpster <laughs> divers and the hey, can't do that today. Uh but no, uh <laughs> no. no, that was all sanitary. That but, was all free uh, Yeah, that could have been its own movie, just just uh you know, seeing it that, that sequence was so 70s to me. So yeah, midnight, right. midnight cowboy, oh. you know, like yeah, yeah, you know, um,
1: and it was uh
0: it was I still had
1: like remnants of my mohawk from our movie, if you remember. Yeah, I started to grow in, but I still left it. I still had that big, bushy thing across the middle. But it, it
0: you look a- great, man. You look fucking great. That's what I, I was like. You got to keep that mohawk for this, yeah. because it, Yeah, you. <laughs> and we, yeah, and and we made you even look more like kind of like right. a vagabond Travis Bickle, you know.
1: Didn't I have uh, feathers or something in my hair? Or was
0: yeah,
1: it, yeah. Is it in my it hair? Did I have earrings with feathers? I remember feathers, like purple feathers.
0: <laughs> yeah, there was a real Native American vibe going on there. Uh, living off the grid. It was all about living, <laughs> living outside of society. And your character was going to, uh, you were going to um, uh, douse uh, the public water supply with um, with ayahuasca what ayahuasca. was that yeah. was that a gunshot what was that sound was that
1: It was either my girlfriend or it was the cleaning lady i don't know okay could be, be an careful. intruder who knows
0: we'll find out in a second all right
1: well that would be cool just trying to add some drama to your podcast here yeah
0: that no i appreciate it i'm glad hey, we did it was it. nice
1: knowing you if things go south here in the next couple of minutes it was
0: nice knowing you Dan. you're you're a big guy you can handle yourself uh Okay, so here we are. Um, Jupiter's Legacy. So, fuck, man. Okay, so I'm a fan of the comic book. Okay. Um, Mark Millar yeah. and uh, Frank Quietly is like one of my favorite artists. Did, were you a fan of the comic book?
1: I wasn't. I didn't know anything about it, to be honest. I, I'd read the script and I loved the script because it felt like this. And I wasn't even a huge fan of superhero stuff. I was just like, it was like, mm. You know, that, that, that ship has sailed for me. I'm never gonna, nobody's gonna hire me as a superhero at this point. But this came along and it was like this sort of, this dude who was kind of on his way out and trying to, trying to import what he's done for the last 90 years onto his kids. Um, and that has caused a lot of dysfunction within the family. I and mean, it's, it's a great story about, it's, it's, like a, it's a saga. In every sense of the word, it starts in the '30s with with uh, this guy, uh, Sheldon Sampson is my character. I'm the son of. Uh, there's two. He has two boys, myself and Ben Daniels plays plays my brother. And uh, our, we're, we're sons of this the steel magnet. This guy who this this we're like the Rockefeller. We're like this rich steel family. Yeah. Um. But the market crashes in '29, and everything goes South. And my father, I think in the first or second episode kills himself because he'd been, you find out in the next episode that he'd been leveraging the company's money to sort of expand. And, uh, and he knew that was that was coming and it was going to come down hard on him and and he, he couldn't take it. So I watched this happen. And after that, this guy goes on this crazy sort of spiral and, and, uh, starts having these visions and these crazy coordinates keep showing up in his head and he needs to go find these coordinates. He needs to know what this means. And so the movie or the, the show is eight episodes. And it's about the, 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 the period part of it, the thirties are about the, him recruiting this group of people that he sees in is one of his visions to go with him on this journey. And they end up on this Island that ultimately, uh, Gives them these powers, but it's the journey to that which I think is so fascinating. And then it, ju- it jump cuts back and forth to present time when he's been this guy now for ninety years. So from the thirties, and now he's this grizzled old superhero who's you know been carrying the weight of the world on his shoulders for so long, and he's world weary, and he's he hasn't been the best father because he's been so preoccupied with being this this guy, the utopian. Um, that has caused a lot of conflict within the family. And, and he lives by this code uh, where they don't kill, they don't govern, uh, they just, they're there to serve. Uh, they, 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 they catch them and they lock them up. Uh, and, and that's not sitting well with the new generation or with the public. And so he's got this conflict on what do I do? You know, This is what we've lived by, this is what I've, I've lived by the standard for so long, but it's now, is all kind of crumbling and so it's you go back and forth between how they became who they are and what are the repercussions of that 90 years later and it's a fascinating story I thought I thought Mark Millar did an amazing job writing and crafting this thing Um, and I thought Netflix did an amazing job of executing it. you know they really they really put the money and the time into it and I've watched now uh, they they slipped me uh, the first they slipped me the, the eight episodes it doesn't come out till May 7th but they, they, I, they took a lot of prodding to get them to let me see it. If I'm going to be talking about. It, I got to see this shit, and and it's so good, dude. I'm so it's, I'm so proud of this show. It's 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 really beautifully shot and acted. Like the you know the, the actors in this thing are just they're all in, and it's, it's it's really good. I'm hoping that, and it's a tough audience. You know, these the this the genre brings with it a very discerning audience you know and if it isn't good they're gonna let you know and i'm sure there's gonna be haters but i i gotta believe that people are gonna are gonna are gonna dig it
0: yeah netflix uh, they're they're putting out good uh good material man i i, I have a, uh, I have faith it'll be good i think um did you get to uh I mean, the, you you got to fly around and lift up buildings, and uh, yeah. you know, shoot lasers out of your eyes, and yeah, do all that.
1: I, did. I <laughs> get to do all that stuff. And and again, this wasn't really something that I cared to do. It wasn't like I was I was like itching to go put on a suit and be a superhero. It wasn't like it was something that I didn't think I was. You know, I thought that would have happened 15 years ago, if it was ever going to happen.
0: Um, well, there's a lot of. Dude, there's a lot of superheroes you could play. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm looking at you now and you got the, you know, you got the the gray at the temples. That's, that's Reed Richards right there. You could, do a, you could do a Reed Richards campaign for Fantastic. Reed Richards? Mr.
1: Fantastic?
0: Oh, see. You don't even know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know who Mr. Fantastic is. I didn't know his real name.
0: Yeah, Reed Richards. My son
1: would know. I'll tell you that. My son would know. My son is... Uh, superhero junkie man he loves superheroes another reason i did this is because he knew i knew that he would really appreciate it he can't watch it because it's pretty it's pretty hard edged.
0: yeah
1: i'll let him watch some some fighting sequences and stuff but uh how old is he he's seven now Oh, okay he loves super he draws he's a he's a little artist he loves drawing that's all he draws is superheroes and i remember this is this is awesome so he was what when we were shooting this five and a half maybe six and he saw me for the first time in this suit which is pretty imposing i got this muscle suit and i got this big white beautiful costume uh, made by the guys who make all this stuff for marvel and everything they're like amazing super expensive these suits i can't even i probably can't even disclose what these things cost but anyway he sees it and as only a six or seven year old could looks at me and he goes at first he was like oh my god and then he looks, at, he looks a little closer he's like, it's too white. It's too white. And I go, what? I'm thinking I look badass. He goes, no, it's too white. Huh. I looked at it I go, you know what? The kid's got a point. And I went to the producers and I said, you guys aren't going to believe this. You can, you can take this or leave it. But my son, who loves superheroes, said that my suit was too white. And they looked at it and they go, you know what? He might be right. You might be right and they looked at it and then they and then they put in some stuff on the suit which is sort of hieroglyphics hieroglyphics of uh like the alien sort of forces that gave us these powers um and they sort of incorporated them into the suit and they were a little bit more gray
0: huh
1: um who, who's there oh it's my girlfriend we're good oh. Not who goes there <laughs> hi babe
0: sorry <laughs> she think <I'm>
1: injured. um <laughs> we thought it might be an intruder <laughs> uh so anyway they incorporated this stuff into the suit which which offset some of the white and sort of you know gave it a little bit more texture and i'll never forget that and i told him that the other day and he was so proud he's like oh my god i, have
0: yeah. to say it. You know, I influenced it that's amazing
1: i lost you
0: how is it wearing it is is it flexible or
1: not really they're not the most comfortable things because you put that thing on it's just sort of like all day long it's just like uh, so you're constantly trying to like stretch the thing out and give yourself some room and you know you gotta, you gotta you know you know, it's hard to take a piss you gotta have somebody go in there with you in the bathroom hold it like go to the bath. it's just it's not wait what <laughs> you gotta not, wait, not, yeah. hold, not hold it but hold the suit <laughs> okay
0: <gotcha. laughs>
1: let me let me clarify
0: yeah, yeah. I always wonder about those things like, 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 uh, you know, Spider Man, like head to toe, like, can't, you can't piss. You can't no. go to. No, they got to have, they got to have some little, you know. Yeah. You'd think they'd make a, a flat. I they
1: would, dude. You'd think they would. It's like, yeah. but they don't.
0: No. It's superheroes just, superheroes don't go to the bathroom
1: yeah so you put that suit on and then you put the muscle on and then over the top of that you put the shell like the like the actual covering of it and it's it's pretty tight especially the new ones when you when you have one you've been wearing for a while it, they loosen up a little bit but yeah um but you do feel badass in these things i remember when i first walked in you know i'm i'm, I'm a little lanky and, and kind of gangly in person, when they have that suit on, you just become like this. <laughs> and people sort of step aside as you walk through the room. I was like, holy shit, this thing is like, this guy has like, you know, I got the big beard and the long gray hair. It's a pretty imposing sort of uh, silhouette that, that that they give you, uh, which, which you know, it, com- it commands respect, I guess. Even I'll though, tell you. Pretty, you know, as soon as you take the thing off, it's back to you and you're like, eh.
0: <laughs> pretty, yeah pretty how, i'm
1: not gonna lie how tall, that off.
0: how tall are you i mean everyone's tall to me but how tall are you you're like six five right six four-ish, four ish almost six four yeah um so uh well wow, shit man i'm excited to, so it's may 7th that's when it yeah. starts i can't i can't wait to watch it um um i, I mean I, I love all this comic book stuff like the, yeah. the, fact, the fact that all of these things are becoming you know television shows and TV you know yeah. everything well, you're in a good
1: position Folger. I mean I know you've got moon River and a bunch of other stuff that you've done I you, know, you might be next
0: yeah i am man I mean I got moon Lake which is For um, moon
1: Lake. sorry not moon River moon yeah
0: moon, well yeah hey man uh moon Lake we're developing into um an animated show and uh shit, I, I see I see you you're you do a shitload of voiceover stuff i I may I may call I mean you know, I'm always gonna call on my friends, but um, you're working on you're you're doing Harvey Dent in the fucking Long Halloween. When's yeah. that out? When is that out?
1: It comes out soon. I don't know exactly. I don't I can't remember the date, but it comes out pretty soon. Um, that's yeah, my, I to play Harvey Dent, Two Face. It was fun,
0: dude. That's my favorite comic book um, Batman yeah. comic from Tim uh, Tim's Sale, The Long Halloween. Yeah. And I think I think the the recent uh, the new Batman movie is based on the long al- Halloween. I may be wrong, but um so how was that, man? How uh that's a major fucking DC character. Yeah. Is, yeah, your, kid, no. is your kid just like, "Holy crap, my dad is already
1: dead? Like he's got all kinds of questions. He he he's not really impressed as much as he is inquisitive.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: oh my god, you're going to be a-. he's like so you're gonna be Two Face, okay? So what do you like? What does that mean? What are you gonna be doing? Right, so you are playing Harvey Dent, and then you're playing Two Face. Like, what do you look like, and what is your voice? <laughs> what does your voice sound like? How do you how do you differentiate your your Harvey Dent from your Two Face? What does that look like? Wait, these are no. my
0: questions. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, this kid is a superhero lover. He just loves it. Um, but no, it's fun. You know, it, it, it's it's always. You're not like in the you're not in the trenches like you are shooting a movie because they, they kind of do all the hard work and then you come in and just do the voice uh, and then you go back in later and do 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 more of the stuff and then you get to see like what your voice sort of looks like. Yeah, Animated. it. Um, but yeah, it was fun because especially the two faced part like the, there's the there's this shift that happens after he after yeah. after, after he gets. Um, know after he becomes two-faced and it becomes this much more sinister sort of gravelly dude and it was a lot of fun to sort of figure and it's funny because i remember recording because we had two recorders went in the first time did it then i had to go back in the second time sort of pick up certain things and you know i had to remember how i did that voice because it's a very different feel than than the harvey dent character and it was a very specific uh, sound. And I couldn't remember how I did it when I first got in there. I was like, oh, my God, this was, you know, <laughs> was a year ago. How do I re, how do I how do I pull that back up?
0: Right. So we
1: had to, it took a minute to get back to that 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 two face voice. But it's it's a, I love doing voiceover because it's you get it's a different. It, it's purely you have to you have to bring to life something that is animated and it's not you and there's no visuals other other than what's animated. So you have to bring that same sort of uh, tone to whatever they animated. Uh, I did another one, recently, which is equally as badass, is that they did a, there's a Blade Runner animated show coming out, which is no way. super dope. I mean, what they did was it was like this weird hybrid of <clears throat> live action, animation, and mocap, and, the, and, and it's, it's, it's an animation unlike anything I've seen. It feels kind of like a, I don't even want to say video game, because it's not. It's, it looks real, but also looks animated, but they were able to, to somehow combine these two, and it's like visually, it's unbelievable. The Batman Last Halloween is is purely animated, which is awesome. But the Blade Runner thing is, is a different sort of medium that I've seen.
0: Holy shit I yeah. can't wait to do that man. Yeah it's, it's um, cool. So speaking of Blade Runner so the other thing that I'm doing is uh, Brooklyn Gladiator that's my my other comic book that we're turning into a film man. Um, are you
1: really you told me about that.
0: I did and if you have time um, in October I'd love for you to be in it. If you know, I know your I know your schedule is crazy, but I, I I think there's a couple parts in it you could play. But I think that um, I would love to see you as there's a part in it that's basically like the Terminator, um, who is just this unstoppable force of nature that keeps pursuing uh, the hero. Um, we got we got Bruce Willis. Uh, Ezra Miller's gonna be in it, man. Um, nice. It's coming together. So if you're if you're free, yeah, thinking, man. um it would be, I would love to have you in it.
1: Well you like I like I told you, I would love to do it if I if I can. Um yeah, it just yeah. depends on what's happening with uh Jupiter's legacy. I just I know that I'm done after like mid June, but then it just depends on what's what when they pick back up because I gotta kinda do as they say.
0: Oh man, well if it works out, you know, we'll yeah. see what happens. Um but uh uh break legs with Jupiter's legacy, man. i'm I mean I I can't wait to see that. It's out uh May 7th. Um and you are you're working on some great stuff. I can't buy the long Halloween, the the Blade Runner animated. I can't that that sounds great. Um and uh is there anything else in the pipeline coming up you're you you want to well, so. if you haven't seen it yet, Dan,
1: I want you to watch Buddy Games because that—that's that, of all the things I've ever done. That was, as you know, as a director, you know that those the, the, the blood, sweat, and tears that goes into that stuff. Yeah, is the most gratifying. It's the most gratifying thing I've ever done because I was, you know, I we conceived the idea, so all the way from inception through through the the the, the, the birthing it to the world was was I was like in it and to see that it did as well as it did there we're doing a, a second one
0: nice
1: well enough to do a second one so so you know we got hammered by the critics but we knew we were going to from the very beginning but the uh, people are loving the movie it's really 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 funny man and if you get a chance check it out
0: buddy games on netflix
1: buddy games on hulu on so, hulu yeah it was on. Uh, it was you know on all the platforms it was in I think 400 theaters but now it's on hulu
0: um and it's it's laugh out loud funny that's great brother uh and congratulations on the sequel are you in these as well or are you just direct
1: no i was in it i was in it um it was it was myself nick swartzen Dak shepard olivia munn uh james cool. Jose, kevin awesome. dylan damn back at all um really really funny cast we had no money no time but the movie is hilarious.
0: Awesome, man. Yeah, I'll check it out.
1: There's some things in that movie you can't unsee. I'll warn you.
0: <laughs> okay. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for the warning. I, you know, whatever happens with Brooklyn Gladys or whatever. I hope we get to work together again, man. Yeah, man. I, 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 I have a lot of fun with you. Um, and uh, keep kicking ass, brother. You're just. uh You too. You, yeah. You, you, you keep on building your legacy, Jupiter's I'm legacy.
1: I'm trying. You know we're hustlers. Yeah. You and I we're
0: hustlers. Beautiful man. Uh I'll let you get back to your day off and your All and right. your girlfriend and uh and your and your awesome life, man. All right, brother. All right, All right man. Peace. Take, peace. Thank you. Later dude. See you buddy.